Well, it's a dynamic duo, we'll be back again. Nothing back with DJ, you better pack it in. You're lacking sense. Trying to tangle with us, scoop up a big black booties in the back of the bus to smack you. You're stealing your lunch, money to search. Ready to feel like just a touch. Only by the end of the day, that's understandable. What can I say? You got strong man to be. Mind, mind, What about the good old days when you just all you tried to do to win was not pick the New York Knicks? So I have a I have a system this year, and I think I feel like I'm handicapping myself by having a system. Yeah, I think generally if you um, if you just make shit up and pick the, the teams you actually like, you have a more pleasant year. I don't think it necessarily yes. correlates with more or less success, but at least you don't end up having to, you know, cheer for teams you fucking hate all year. It's kind of emotional hedging, but it never really works out like that. To be honest, there's only really. Oh no, there's a couple of teams that I think are just reprehensible. Problem. Why? Why am I wasting content? Where's Adam? I was, I was burning all my good content before you got here, Adam, so I was like... Was that, was that your good content? <laughs> yeah, that was... You've only been here for a minute or so then, have you? Yeah, you have only got to string out another, another huh? 45 minutes on each uh-huh. conference. Lol, we, we joke because we care. All right, health check passed with warnings. You've got high, high cholesterol. With warnings? Yeah. What the that's, fuck is that all that's, about? That's Australian oh. and New Zealand politics, isn't it? Health check passed with warnings. Yeah, just, just good to see that you guys were as cooked as we well, were. So that's, this uh, lot, you know, eventually the other party's going to get in, but, you know, it's not a. it wasn't as though we had a generational opportunity to fucking make a change. Uh, yeah. Shit sucks. Anyway. At least there's basketball, <laughs> hey? This is just to make our Lakers Knicks discussion sound like fun. <laughs> I haven't got the list on how, what, where, how we're doing this. So let me have a look. I'll pull it up again. Shall we introduce this concept just in case we actually uh, do Fuck say something interesting that we uh, might don't want to don't want to force the doctor add in post. I'm hoping that that wasn't the introduction with you sort of <laughs> stumbling over the words. No, like- no. Well, normally you do you do a, qu- a quite good introduction. Look, every every time I hear Love raise its ugly head, I just think, ah, podcasting, <laughs> 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 fixing shit in post, elbow style. Don't worry about the detail. We'll just fix it in post. Um, this is the Bulls podcast annual wins pool draft where we preview the NBA season. By taking turns to drop our microphones in the bin. Who was that? That was me doing a drum roll. <laughs> that was Adam H. Photo. I'm Doc Yobo. And the other voice you will hear in a brief amount of time is Bezo. We've been doing this for many years. We haven't learned anything from it. Can you refer to me by my full title, which is Bezo defending champion? Are you are you are you defending though, or are you going to go on the offense? Are you going to go on the offense, or are you going to be defensive this time? Like, so it, it is fair to say that that uh, Bezo has won the last three 
uh, wins pearls after I won the first five. It corresponded with when we brought Adam into the competition that Bezos started winning. So we can clearly see uh, what kind of handicap I'm operating under here. But that you're, I am your kryptonite, basically. No, you're you're just a caravan I have to tow around. <laughs> it's like trying to win Bathurst with a fucking Jayco hanging out the back of your fucking Camaro. Just in case I was feeling smug about um, my wins, my wife and house guests drank all the whiskey, so you'll be, <laughs> you'll be happy to know I got brought down a peg. Did you get any of it? Did you just smell yeah, it? No, I got some of it. They, they they took a fair chunk out of the bottle, though. At least get her to make the picks this year. You know, just be you know, yeah, that's fair, fair. How much do you want him to win by? I mean, come on. You know, actual knowledge in basketball tends to have very little to do with anything that happens here. The first year I worked for the company I've been working for for 16 years, they sort of like, oh, we've got a footy tipping comp. And I'm like, ah, oh, man, I, I can never remember to do these things week by week. Can I just pick the whole season in one go? And they're like, well- <laughs> Like, you pay your money, sure. So, I did and I came fourth and they said, you're not coming back next year. (laughs) Imagine what you do with an actual piece of knowledge behind that. Yeah, fuck it up. And that's what we found every year that we've done this. So, um, since it's fallen into a little bit of a pattern, we to spice it up and shake it up and various other fucking Taylor Swift songs. Dun, dun, dun. Is that a Taylor Swift song? No, that was just dramatic music. That's good because I don't want to have to pay her or uh, Scooter McGavin or whatever <laughs> the woman is who owns and her rights uh, any money at all. This could be the, the Balls podcast Bezos edition or something like that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Taylor Jenkins edition. Um, <laughs> dead cut there for your NBA freaks. So the premise has been in, in past years that we – Take turns to draft teams from either the east or the west, and um, and then we flip we flip the order once we've got through each conference. So you know, I might pick first in the east, then I'll be picking third in the west. This year, we've decided to throw the conferences in the bin, which is where conferences belong, just quietly. Mm. And we yeah. are just going to go conferenceless, trying to pick teams that are going to win the most amount of basketball games. I was keen for you to uh, to make us pick by divisions, just to see you <laughs> see who knows. <laughs> Avoid the Southeast Division because they suck. <laughs> that would have been really, really niche NBA podcasting if we'd done that. It, it's that well, or you could have draft a division. You'd, yes. probably, you'd draft the Northwest, you'd draft the Pacific. You wouldn't, yeah, this this would be yeah. pretty, it'd be yeah, pretty short, I mean, pretty look, fucking short uh, wins pool draft. The, the Scotch still tastes the same if you win by 50 or 500, you realise that. Don't Depends you? who's pissed in it. Um, <laughs> That's right. So, in order to do this fairly, we in, in past we've we've basically just flipped virtual coins or or got the loser to pick first. But to make it fair, we'll have to make it a snake uh, or a serpentine draft, uh, which is where you know you pick person who picks first, uh, you have first, second, third, and then you flip it, and then it's fourth, fifth, sixth. I haven't explained it very well. I'm not going to explain it very well. You can fucking Google it. It's not that hard to understand. And that just leaves us with the idea of who is going to decide who gets to pick first. Now. We could just have Adam do that because he was very narrowly our last place finisher last year. Or we I could- think, I think last year was the closest we ever had, isn't it? Last year, technically, all Adam Adam only got eliminated on the second last night of competition, and on and you and I, it could have it could have gone the other way than the last uh, night of games when everybody plays. That sounds like a good thing. Why are we changing that again? <laughs> because we keep having to. B- oh no, I, li- I like the I like the idea of the snake draft because we can spend it, less time a- talking about the fucking Eastern Conference, which is terrible. Yeah, the, the problem with the the West versus the East is, uh, the, the West might be a good approximation of you know like a, a samurai movie where there's fifty dudes and they're all trying to kill each other, and the East 
someone's got to come fourth, right? Someone's <laughs> going to get enough wins <laughs> to come fourth. Uh, or even third, like, yeah. Anyway, so who goes first? The question is that I get to choose who goes first. Well, we can either do that or we can do we can rip off all fantasy everything and do a a audio game of rock, paper, scissors. What do you prefer? Well, well, I know what I'd like to do, but I've been (laughs) I'd like to pick who goes first, second or third, but, you know, that's just me. All right, we'll give you the opportunity to do that. Okay. Well, I think you get to pick who goes first and then the doc who gets to pick who goes next. And yeah. I get no choice at all. I get told where I'm going. But, and, and you get to drink whiskey if you could get it off your wife. That's yeah, what that's you get true. to do. All right. And What's, yeah. what, who's going first, Adam? Who's got the first pick? Oh, well, I was actually I was going to choose where I picked. You can do that. Do I? You can do, do that. I, can I do yeah. that? I would like to pick third. You'd like to pick third. That means you get third and fourth, ninth and tenth, 15th and 16th, 21st and 22nd, and 27th and 28th picks in this draft. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I will go second. So, Bezo, you get first pick. Okay, well, I'm I'm going to double down on continuity and class and the fact that uh, there's a point guard out there who'd really like a max contract and has never made an all-star team and never got all-NBA, and I'm going to take the Nuggets, defending champions. Bezo is taking the Denver Nougars at the first pick of the draft. Yeah, look, I understand, you know, teams that traditionally win, you know, take it, you know, the pressure's off to perform in the regular season, they take it a little bit easier. But I do feel like Murray would like some regular season shine. Um, I I think he, you know, he's sort of got that playoff uh, moniker and he would like to Lewinsky? be an all-star and would like to be an all-NBA player. So, I, th- I think he's going to go pretty hard and, and Jokic ambling through the season and, and Murray going pretty hard and a healthy um, MPJ might be just enough to, to elevate them over everybody else. Yeah, so- look, I mean, for me, I, I actually had them. I, I wanted to get them, but I wanted to get them at three and I, I was, wasn't sure if I'd get them at three or not, but, you know, um, my only concern with them is that I think they figured out that they don't need to win. Yeah. To win. Do you know what I mean? Like, they figured out last year they can coast it down. Jokic can just sort of, you know, get himself ready, get himself, a, you know, a high enough spot. Um, because they're going to be high. They're a good side. They're a really good side. And like you say, uh, Jamal Murray will, you know, all things goes well. He will be an all-star this year. Um, I just can't see how it doesn't happen like that. So, they're going to be very good. I just wonder how good they want to be. In a, in a regular season kind of thing. And I kind of thought that there are sides out there that probably want to be higher than what they want to be. But it's still a very good, you know, I, if, if I have them at three and that's where I went in that sort of, by my logic, I would have taken the Nuggets. My, my concern is also that they learnt the wrong thing from the last 20 games of the regular season last year in that they can, they, they can afford to do that, so they will do that. And the other thing, of course, is Jamal Murray is made of paper mache. And I did see on on... The machine, Kevin Peloton, um, his uh, projections have the Nuggets way down because they, he pr- always has to price in Murray injury absence. And, and while that's an artifact of his numbers, it is worth considering that they, they do get thin quick and they don't want to be depending on, on Jokic to be just the big horse to drag them through all these games. But even without him, they were still pretty good the year before. Yeah. Like they, they, they weren't you know, regular season wild. They were still... You know, you, look, you, they're, they're at least 50 wins. Right? Yeah, that's sort of where I landed with this pick two because I, I sort of gamed out where I would pick one, two or three. And I, I think the thing of, with them is 
I just don't see them dropping to 42 wins by fucking around. No. Like, they're no. just such a – they're just – they can eke out a win with a minimum of effort on a Tuesday night in, in you know, Chicago. Uh They've got that old spit. Like the Spurs used to win like ninety percent of their games against sub five hundred teams. Like that's how they used to, you know, cr- cruise into that fifty two win season every year. Was they would just beat the bad teams because they could run their shit really, really well, mm. and you know, n- knock off a, a half decent team. So I, th- I sort of, it's half a pick of the upside, but also I just don't see them crashing and burning. And just about every other tier team I had in that top tier. There's a huge fucking asterisk next door, <laughs> and I think they're these guys have got an asterisk, you know, which is MPJ and and Murray's health. But I just think it's smaller. I, 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 I think the downside is a lot less with them. I thought asterisk was the small guy. <laughs> Good. I'm going right. to take the Bucks with the second pick because Dame Lillard is playing with Giannis Antetokounmpo, yeah. and sometimes you just don't need to over fucking think these things. No, that's right. It's 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 just the thing, isn't it? The the guy that had the best year of his life last year playing with the shitter side around, and you know, MVP level guy whenever he feels like it. Yeah. Now. I will note that they are only one one kind of injury away from it all going going tits up, and they do have to integrate a new coach, and you know all the rest of it sort of thing. But they are a team that always plays to win. They don't believe in coasting. Like they were the last year's one seed, and they had fifty eight wins, and that was with bits of Chris Middleton and no Dan Lillard and various things. So if they can get within you know five wins of last year's wins total, that they might be the the number one seed in the East. Yeah, I, look, I think I think they'd be expected to that that sort of move. They, you know, what they did to get Dame. I think they're obviously putting out the the markers to say we want to be the top again. Like we need to, they need to make a conference final. Yeah, this is entirely about my two favorite basketball players playing on the same team. You know, yeah, it's, it's, it's just it, a uh, it's it's mostly a feels pick. I noticed that various projections have them, you know, worse than some of the teams we're talking about here. But uh, I don't care. I want to I want to be able to cheer for uh, Dame Lillard chasing a chip. Why not? It, the the, the complementary, you know, what what did Milwaukee suck with last year? M- late late game offense. Somebody somebody to get a shot that isn't that isn't Giannis. Short of Steph Curry, is there anyone else in the whole entire league that you would like to have on your team if you needed to generate some offense in the last two minutes of the game? Well, certainly at the guard position. And the added gravity that he has, like you're going to have to guard out on the perimeter. And how much more room is that going to give Giannis to work anywhere the fuck he likes? Really, yeah. like you know, they're, they're good passes. You know, I mean, they, people say, "Oh, it'll be interesting to see how the chemistry goes." I think the chemistry will be fine. Uh, I think the they're chemistry both the will be kind fucking awesome. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. They're both the kind of players that yeah want to do. And Middleton, all of a sudden, might be the best third best player in any team. Mm. Oh, I was thinking about that too the other day. Like, is there a better three guy? I don't know whether there is. About a third star. Yep. Yeah. So that's no, that's pretty Russell damn impressive. Russell Westbrook. <laughs> he's not a third star. Speaking of, of- <laughs> you like he, well, he plays more than either of the well, first Well, I was going to say, a lot of the times he steps on and he's the best player on the court for that team. The other two guys <laughs> yeah. are in street clothes. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to them at some stage, probably in the midfield, I would have thought, unless Adam's going to pick them. Speaking of the third man, this is you. Adam, you've got the third and the fourth pick. Right. Well, you remember how you said you're going to um, pick someone here so you can support them? I'm going to death ride the shit out of these people until they play and, and get me a win. Uh, I'm going to take the Boston Celtics. Yeah, they're sucked in. It's, well, look, I mean, look, I have, I have to take it. But look, they're, 
they still got the two J's. Like, it's just, you know, it, and then, and I think they've got better. They've got three now. Well, they do. That's right. They do have. I think the problem they had last year is that, like, that there was no, there was no offense plan. Like, there was just, just like, let's just score points wherever the fuck we, we get it from. I think that's better now. Like, I mean. Do you reckon? Yeah, well, I reckon it depends. I mean, look, everything depends on health. Like, it does for any. Porzingis is. Could he be, you know, isn't he dealing with foot issues again or something? I don't know. But like, you know, every team sucks if when they're injured. But um, I just, I just think they're always going to be there, and they're going to certainly in the Eastern Conference, they are going to beat the shit out of a lot of Eastern Conference. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of rubbish at the bottom. Like the Bucks will as well. Like that, that's that, that's the thing. And there is a, and my my next pick is also from the Eastern Conference because I think they're the same thing, and they have flaws. Like they all have flaws. Like as you say, well, otherwise the, they'd fall through to the basement. Yeah, well, that's right. Um. So, I mean, I don't like picking the Celtics. I hate watching them. I just can't. You know, maybe I'd like to watch them this year. I doubt it. But if they get me 50 wins, then, you know, hooray for them. Um, you know, some of the, some of the wins predictions I've seen for some of the sides around them are just ridiculous. Well, well, but the Celtics seem to be the consensus number one. I saw, you know, Vegas has them, at, you know, around 55 wins and, and yeah, Kevin Parker's numbers also has them around 55 wins, 54 wins. So, um, that's that's I, who the this this is who the the money says is going to be the most winning team. Is that in, just, is that just Boston fans doing that though? Like, I mean, is that just Boston where people vote? You know, I I, th- I think there is an element of that to the Vegas numbers, but I mean, Pelton's numbers are Pelton's numbers. He just he doesn't have emotions. Yeah, but the problem with Pelton's numbers is that that they bake in like two years of of history, previous right? performance, and, yeah. And there's only two players on this side. From two years ago, and Jeff Van Gundy might be coaching this side by Christmas time. Like, well, that's one problem is that Missoula isn't really. I have less faith in any coach in the whole entire league. I, I, I particularly cannot now understand. that Doc Rivers is out of the business. Yeah, like I, I do not understand how you've got those two guys and you didn't run any sets at all. Like you had no sets. You're a professional basketball side that has all this time and all this available stuff to them, and you run nothing. No sets. You just throw the ball out. It's like Setless. this is not a high school basketball team, guys. You should be able to be more professional than that. But in the regular season, that might not matter. You know, that, that approach got him 57 wins last year and it might get him 57 wins again this year. And that certainly seems to be what. And here's my logic for the next pick because in the regular season, where they are, I don't think it's going to matter whatever bullshit happens. And believe me, there's going, there's already bullshit. There's going to be more bullshit. I really hate to take these guys as well, but I just feel like- I already know who this is going to be, but yes. <laughs> this I'm will fascinated. Be the, this will be the Philadelphia 76ers. Of course oh, it fucking wow. will. Wow. I, like, okay, so to give you an idea, I had like tiers, right? Like tier one mm. teams, tier two teams. Tier, I had them at tier three. I, I just have zero. I, this is a train wreck waiting to happen, and I could not be happier that someone else took this team. God damn! But, but what if it, what if it's not a what if it's not a train wreck though? What if you know? I mean, look, whatever happens with James Harden is going to happen with James Harden. It, James Harden is not. He's going to be better or worse than what he was last year, where he was kind of like, eh. But what if what if they get a decent Tyrese um, Maxi season and Joel Embiid is still going to be balls to the wall trying to get another MVP, which is a regular season thing. You know, no, that's what he's going to he, do. He's, he'll be saving himself for the Olympics. That's what he set himself up for this year. Well, he's got to get selected for the Olympics first. So, you know, he's got to play well enough to get picked. Because they're not going to want to pick him over other people, particularly if, you know, there'll be plenty of other, other let's say, uh, less recent Americans who will be available yes. um, that LeBron will be will be selecting from. 
<laughs> What's interesting is that the Sixers, while, while the Sixers are troubled, it's like everyone has already baked in the trouble into their projections. But they're, they're all being projected to win, you know, between 47 and 50 games. And that's still about where, you know, even with that regression, this is about where they would be. Having said that, my notes on the Sixers were, lol, you fucking clowns. Everyone reckons there'll be many games worse than last year. Certainly hope so. Tick fucking tock, cunts. Um, <laughs> which, is, which is to say... You know, time is time is advancing on them, and they need to start making some moves. My my reasoning is that I still just think that, and when you look over at the east, and there's only one, maybe two sides. There's one side that is that uh, I'll see who picks. That I just don't think I don't have any faith in them at all, um, despite what they'll probably do. Um, I, every year, I just think the Sixers are going to fall out, the asses are going to fall out of them, and they never do. This might be the one where they don't, but I still think they're good for, you know. A low fifty, you know, high forty wins, and that's what I'm looking at. Well, that, that'll be what you'll need them to be. Mm. I am going to take with the fifth pick, um, which is my second pick. I'm going to take the Phoenix Suns. Damn it! Because- Fuck! I was hoping I'd get them at six. <laughs> what <laughs> kind of moron do you think I am? Well, you know, there's a lot of Lakers buzz. <laughs> None of it's I- come from me. <laughs> yes. Uh- um, the main, main thinking behind the Suns is they have Coach uh, and they have Kevin Durant, who's 35 and doesn't have too many more years left in him, so he's going to be trying to get that fucking chip that has evaded him since he played for the Warriors. This team actually feels a lot like the big three Warriors in that it does feel like they, they are operating on very thin margins. They've got, they've, they're very star-laden. They have no reason to be bad. They have no incentive to be bad. Basically, all they need is five games more than last year to hit this, hit the over-under target that Vegas have been suggesting. That feels like a, a gimme. And no team with KD available to them from, from, you know, more than half the season can legally win less than 50 games. It's, it's physically impossible. So. <laughs> yeah, I can't. There's, there's some predictions showing low 40s for these guys. And I'm just like, have you, like, have you, have you seen Kevin Durant play basketball? Oh, yeah, that, like, I, I think just, that, that, again, that's pricing an in injury. You know, that's, that's pricing in. It, it has okay, to be. So because look, look my- at what they did in that, look at what they did in that final series. I mean, yes, they, they, they took two games off Denver and it was basically because of those two guys. Yeah, what are they going to do when they're facing, you know, the fucking Spurs or the, the, the Rockets? And, you know, they're going to beat the living shit out of them is what they're going to do when, if they can be bothered. I, um, um I, I have no faith. In them as a finals team because I actually think that they're the way that they're set up will, will not work that well in the finals and they'll wear down because they'll have to rely on their guys. But in the regular season, they might only need to play those top three 25 minutes because in 25 minutes, <laughs> they might just blow the doors off teams with offense. You know, I think that's the plan. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think it's just going to be – they're going to be up like 30 points at, at quarter time and then they'll sit those guys in little stints for the rest of the game. I Again, I, I was really tempted to pick them as the first seed because I, I just think they're going to win a lot of regular season games because yeah, – team- if, if the Nugs weren't the Nugs, you, they, they are the presumptive next pick, aren't they? Like, it's just – Well, yeah. t- team, teams, don't guard, teams don't guard the same way in the regular season as they do in the finals, right? In finals, you can sort of shut stuff down and – force people into thing, you know. So, there's a lot more going through the motions. And if you go through the motions against – like, Bradley Beal is never going to be as open in his life. <laughs> He's probably it's, never yeah. been this open since high school, right? Mm. He is just going to – well, talking about, you know, best third star, it might be a race between him and Middleton because mm. that's a that's a lot of gravity off him. And he 
is a pretty good player. <laughs> yes, you know, yeah, very good player. Yeah. An all-star in the East, but an all-star nonetheless. Mm. And, like, I don't care how good your work ethic is, if you're on the Wizards year after year after year, eventually you're going to stop trying, right? Yeah. <laughs> he, he might just be so happy to be on a, on a decent basketball team again that he could be completely rejuvenated. Now, yeah. Durant could get injured, Beal could get injured, Booker could get injured, and it could all go to shit, which is why yeah. I didn't pick him at one. But I could also see him just absolutely toweling everybody for months and months. And especially and like all we said- of this is is injury set aside because you can't predict injuries. You, I mean, you know that you know that people are going to spend time off, particularly with the NBA now just declaring that the science of um, load management is is nonsense, like some kind of climate denying boomer on Facebook, uh, just saying, "Oh, you know, rest bullshit." It never actually do, doesn't actually do shit. So get out there and play, you pricks. Thanks, uh, Charles which, Barkley. Which is an interesting approach. I would like to see the data that they're basing that on if they're going to claim yeah. that the, the science is there. Um, but I suppose anecdotally, it certainly appears that a lot of people have had a lot of injuries these days. Uh, that, yeah. That's some no. pretty tenuous bullshit. Oh. No, I'm sure the Spurs that, you know, won how many titles in X amount of years doing load management before load management was even called load management are just laughing their ass off about this. But anyway. Yeah, um, but who's the, A, who's to say they wouldn't have won anyway? And B, the load management didn't fucking work with Kawhi, did it? So he still yeah. ended up with a chronic knee issue. So- no, but th- that's not load management. That's injuries, right? Th- th- this is the thing: is people think being injured is load management. Like, why is yes, injured the, the all the point time? Of, the point of load management is to stop chronic injury from happening. Yeah, so not to play people on injuries. Now he hmm. got that. He, that condition got terribly bad under the Spurs strategy. So the, the NBA is presenting that as evidence to say, look, you know, it, it doesn't work. Now I feel like this is much more about posturing, but I don't care. You know, I want to see good people playing basketball games. Particularly yeah. if I've picked them. So who's next? Uh, Bezo oh, has picks six and seven. Oh, okay, you guys are going to laugh at me a lot in the next 30 seconds. The first time you've done anything funny on this podcast in history. <laughs> um, I, I, I really can't believe I'm saying this. I'm going to take the New York Knicks and the LA Lakers with my Lakers. Lakers. Who are you going to take? He's going to do the thing that normally make him do. Are you going to hang on a sec? Are you going to take the Are you going to take the Knicks and the Lakers? Is that what you what I heard? He's going to yep. take the the Knicks and the Lakers. Um, are you ta- Lakers I, first or Knicks first? Uh, take the Knicks first. Can I Can I just say something to you? Yeah. Fuck you. Do you know who the next two <laughs> names are on my list? They okay, are the so Knicks th- and the Lakers. The, the logic is right. right. God damn it. I am doing full windy hands right now. Why would you do this? Why would you do this? Okay, so here's my logic. The West is going to be a bloodbath. It's just – and I sort of have a lot of questions about the presumptive sort of teams that are being pushed as that next tier in in the West. Uh, I I really wanted to take Golden State here, but Draymond's injury freaks me out a little bit because their whole – sort of defensive uh, thing revolves around him and the and the people they traded for are not going to help in that way. So, the, the Lakers feel reasonably stable, <laughs> which seems like a weird thing to say, but they they sort of added in little bits and pieces around the fringes. I, yeah. I think they'll be I think they'll be a pretty decent um regular season team. I don't I wouldn't pick them in the finals, but if if they're the team that turned up in, after the trade deadline last year, then they're a good team. They got shooters. Reeves might have a post World Cup bump, or he might have a Tyler Hero style after the bubble, believing your own fucking press a bit too much shit. 
The only, th- only problem with these guys is you inevitably have to factor in decent the length injuries. absences for either of them. And this is one where but, you, you kind of have to price it in because it is going to be there. And the, and the same for, like, so same with the, the next tier and the West, right? There's a yeah. whole bunch of teams I had in this sort of, you know, I called it the question mark zone, you know. Yeah. I, I, I could name six teams in this in this area that I could have taken and, and had a reasonable defense as the upside for, and we'll talk about them as we get through because one of us will, yeah. one of us will end up with them at some stage. But yeah, that, then, I mean, every team has a question mark against it. And then it was really between the Knicks and the Heat. Between like somebody has to win a lot of games in the East because yeah. there's a lot of crappy teams in the East that that they're all playing against each other, and the Knicks are set up like that. That's what they're. You know, they're set up to play hard every night. And then here's my sort of long shot bet with them is what happens if they get Joel Embiid before the trade deadline? Because they've certainly got the assets to do it. Yeah. And if shit goes sideways there, that's where he will end up, I believe, because they can just – like no one can really outbid them if they want to put everything in. If they want to push everything in for for a player like that, they can. And I don't think anyone can beat them for it. So – there's a little bit of a, you know, maybe they can get Joel Embiid and J- Jalen Brunson together and, and, and you know, are the third or second best team in the East um, because they're a solid team that's lacking a superstar. But there might actually be a few, few superstars kicking around at the trade deadline this year. Uh, mm. Maybe if it's not Embiid, it might be Carl anthony Towns. Carl uh, anthony Towns might be enough to push them a few more wins up the standings in the, in that sort of morass in the east. So I can't, can't believe I've done it, but I I sort of feel pretty happy in my logic. I guess not exactly in the picks. I, well, we I are we are supposed to be fucking you know Australasia's most Knicks positive NBA adjacent podcast, but uh, I feel like you're taking it a bit too seriously. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So anyway. That, that's my logic. That was supposed to be the stupid pick that I make. That, that's the one I was going to pick them exactly there too if I got them, and that's that would have been my spot in the yeah. You know, oh, that's just that well, like all, all the tier. Like there's there's sort of I think four four tier one sides in the in the league this year, and a massive massive question mark over Philly. And then it's like you could talk yourself in or out of about ten teams in that next level down. So I talked myself into those two. All right. That means Doc's up again. I have the eighth pick, and I'm going to not pick the best team here. I'm going to pick the team I want. I will want to watch the most, and that will be the Warriors. I know they're washed. I know they're old. I know uh, they are basically Expendables Part no, expendables 27. Just came out, we know that Dre is already injured, and we're not sure if he and Chris Paul will survive 82 bus rides <laughs> together. Uh, they're going to take nights off. They're going to lose weeks to injury. But- they probably don't want to have to run that low seed playoff gauntlet again. So I reckon they're probably going to try. They're not going to coach through. They're going to try and get a high seed. They're not just going to fucking phone it in they because can't. they're figuring out, oh, shit, these teams are really difficult to fucking beat one-on-one. It's much better to have a high seed in our very expensive building. Since Durant left, what's the biggest weakness that the Warriors have had? Draymond's it, it, fucking mouth. Well, that's true. But like creating offense when Steph sits. What, what what will Chris Paul do perfectly? Create offense when Piss when steps in. <laughs> we'll have to. But like, well, I don't know if, but, if he still can. If he still can, I don't know. But but he's only got to do it for fifteen minutes a game. That that's yep. the thing, right? Oh, that's why I actually think this is a genius move because you can slow the game down and let Chris Paul do Chris Paul things for fifteen minutes a game. That's perfect for Chris yeah. Paul at this at this stage of his career. 
Um, and last and last year's wins total, which was just over five hundred, was artificially submarined by the fact that they their season was submarined by the Jordan pool punch. Yeah. So you know the whole thing was was shot from the start, and Dre's to blame. He was podcasting a bad name. I did notice that you know Kevin the Pelton and Zach Lowe both thought they they'd be under, but that was under the Vegas number of forty eight, which is more than they won last year. So if you're around this range, you're probably going to win forty eight games, and I'd be more than happy with that. Adam, right. you got the ninth and the tenth picks. You got two picks here. I'll take uh, my wild swing in the dark. Not wild swing in the dark, but my my vibes. My, this is my vibes. I want to manifest it into existence because it's just so much goddamn fun when it does. And it was last fun last year, and I'm hoping it's going to be just as fun this year. I'm going to take the Kangs. Kangs. Yeah, some some worrying preseason signs though. They've had their absolute fucking doors blown off them by a couple of sides this year. Yeah, preseason. It's me season. Talking about you know? practice again, aren't you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the only thing we discover in preseason is that the NBL teams aren't very good, and I thought that <laughs> they have a new. Didn't they bring the um, the Euro League MVP over? And he he's actually been quite handy as an outside shooter. I, don't know. I feel like they've got a bit of a, you know, especially their fan base got might might have got a bit of a sniff of it, and I think they have too. So yeah, like that motherfucking beam, boys. Because it's uh, a, f- a fun team to support. It's a team yeah, that you yeah, enjoy that this this, uh, enjoy getting behind. There's, you've got to enjoy this shit. You know, you can't pick a whole bunch of teams that nobody wants to watch. And look, any team that's got Javal McGee on it, I'm I'm a hundred percent behind. Oh my god! Well, that that's probably my biggest pessimistic. Like, if you're adding Javal McGee at this stage, then what's your front office doing? Signing um, Javal McGee because because the Mavs have rightly been absolutely clowned for giving him the contract that they gave him. So yeah, but as long as you're not getting him at that rate, you should be fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The thing about these guys is, you know, everyone's sort of predicting regression from. You know the, what they achieved last year because that would that was dependent on a lot of injury luck. But you know when a young team plays in the playoffs and, and does all right, they often get a bit of a bump. So they might get a little bit of that. And you know, is Jaron Fox going to have that kind of you know SGA? No one expected him to be. You know, he was really good. No one expected him to be that fucking good kind of yeah. year. Maybe like he's really good, like really really good. Um, but you know. It's just a matter of again, are they you know are they a good regular season team now? Is that what they are? Um, you know they figured out how to do it and they went oh actually they because everyone thought they were going to fall off a cliff last year and they they never did. And I mean that's a lot to do with the injury stuff like you said. But hey, why not? That, that there's like a whole, a whole heap of teams in here, right? The Timber Puppies and and um, we'll get to them. We'll get to them. But mm-hmm. I think that the the Kangs feel like. The, the safer bet on a certain amount of wins. Like, if things go a bit sideways for them, I still don't think that the arse is going to fall out of the season it's for them. still 42, 43. Yeah. Win, yeah. kind of. That's, that's, yeah. where and that, and that's, a, that's where we're, we're approaching that kind of area. Like, not probably a little bit high, but. Sacramento's yeah. a fucking long way away for a lot of teams. So it's a yeah. long ass road trip. I mean, so yeah, is Portland, and they're going to be awful. And, 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 but yeah. it's, it's not quite Utah or, you know, Denver-style Denver. altitude issues as well, but you've got to take two flights and, you know, it's a it's a ball ache getting to Sacramento. And, so, And quite often you get you get the Kangs after the LA nightlife trip too because it's yeah. just down the road. So they, they get that bump. Or the uh, Napa Valley wine tasting uh, when you yeah. go to uh, – when you play in San Francisco. Adam, who have you got at 10? Well, here's a side. I'm, I'm actually surprised I got them, and I don't mind getting them because man, oh man, there's some are there some places out really up on these guys, 
And I think they're going to be pretty good. I don't think they're going to be anywhere near as good as what I've seen some of the predictions. Yeah, I and think I know who you mean. Yeah. If it is who I think it is, I'm pissed. I should have fucking – I thought they'd drop further. I'm, I'm going to take the Cavs. Yeah. I mean, 10th – for yeah. a team that, that is like in a lot of a lot of markets, they're third or fourth ranked on wins. Yeah, like 50 – I saw 52 win kind of thing. I'm just like, oh, And they won 51 really? last year. So they've done this before. But I just don't – I just don't – I don't see how they win 50. But then, you know, I didn't see them winning 50 last well, year. I just – They picked up a couple of solid role players, though. Um, yeah. But just the way they fell off a cliff last year. I know it's finals. And I know, yeah. You know, but it's just – I just sort of look at them and go, oh, really? Like, all that for that. Like, it just felt, you know – it's oh, kind of the opposite like of the I- Kings experience we were just talking about, where yeah, you know having right, a, having yeah. a you know I mean they didn't win in the Kings, but they they took they took the defending champions to seven, you know that was fucking impressive, uh, and they yeah, would have oh. drawn positive things out of it. I don't know what the Cavs draw out of the way that they went out of the playoffs, and you know there's no. a world in which it's not Joel Embiid who's getting to the Knicks at the trade deadline. You know, it's it, it just it just feels like prime for a slide this year. But you yeah, know, just, Vegas Vegas earns a lot of money, and they expect people to. I guess they they put the they've all got settled on the idea of fifty point five being the win, so everyone everyone hits the under, so they make a lot of money. They're they're another they're another one like someone has to win in the East, right? Yeah, like there's, there's <laughs> yes. just more easy wins. There's more easy wins to pick up in the East. Um, yeah. Well, that's that's why I pick these guys over the probably the next one I have on my list, um, and I'm, I suspect who that's who you probably wanted as well. When we'll see, but I, I just I mean, the reason why I wasn't up on them is maybe I'm just not as up on Donovan Mitchell as I probably thought I would be because he he went there with such and it's not to say that Donovan Mitchell's bad. He's not bad. He's really good, but has dropped fifty in a playoff game. Yeah, yeah that's right. So, so, but I just don't think he's as he's not. He's not that top tier that we're sort of talking about. And there are other guys, you know, scrambling for that top tier um, as we speak, like just climbing over his body, basically. So mm. it really does uh, feel I- like, like last year's playoff exit has, has really colored a lot of our views of this team. <laughs> yeah. So I'd be interested to see if they can kind of reestablish themselves this year. I Is reckon Mobley is going to have a, have a leap though this year. And yeah. for, for whatever you say about Mitchell, he, he plays a little bit with that chip on his shoulder. And I think he will like he he might he might flame out in the playoffs again. He might just not be one of those players that's built well for the playoffs, right? But I expect him to go super hard in the regular season. Yeah. All right, uh, Doc, you're up. I will take I'll take them puppies. I'll take the timber puppies. Oh, okay. Ant Man season. I feel like Carl Towns is a two I see probably works better for him. Uh, I'm just sort of expecting solid improvement. Finchy does all right there. Give him a Finch and they'll take a mile. I'm expecting Ant-Man to be the, the to drive the bus on this one. This is partly because I'd much rather watch them than a lot of the other teams around the same tier. Um, and Zach Lowe likes them for overs, so I'll take them for overs. They're, they're a funny team because I think they've got a good coach with a player that's like impervious to good coaching in Cat. I think Cat is just- <laughs> You might be right on that, yes. <laughs> like, I think- it, that shit just bounces off him. Like I've seen so many articles about like trying to get him to do different things, and yeah. he just seems to live in completely in his own world in terms of understanding how basketball teams work. Uh, and I just wonder whether they eventually go, man, like we just got to cut bait and give the team to Ant, right? But you know, we, we can't have him coming in and sulking that he's not the number one player. Ant's um, taking the team off him, whether he wants it or not. It's going to be yeah, Dan Lillard, Lillard, LaMarcus Aldridge areas. He's just going to come in and take the team off him. 
Um, yeah. and, and Rudy, uh, I don't know. He can be useful in the regular season context. So, um, you know, I, I'm glad I'm not paying, paying the bill for him, but, uh, but yeah. Are, are we, uh, are we halfway yet, Doc? We are. Right. No, we're not because this is, we're up 12 and 13. This is where you are. Okay. L- let me know when we're halfway so I can, I can go and refresh my drink. Oh, um, yeah. We'll, we'll take a break between my next pick and Adam's uh, 15th pick. That might be a good point. So I, I got two picks, right? You got two picks back to back. That's correct. <sighs> I'm, I'm going to take my, I, I just want to watch this team pick. Um, I almost took them in the last two and I was so convinced you were going to take these guys, Adam. <laughs> this was, I was feeling I'm, I'm taking OKC. Um, yeah, they are the highest of the high upsides. I reckon if everything goes right for them, they could finish third or fourth in the third, West. Third, that's right. Yeah. yeah they're, they're, like, they'll, be the kings, they'll be the kings of last year, basically that sort of. And yeah. one of the things I really like about them is OKC's been a very, um, you know, keep the cards close to the chest. You know, we don't interact with anyone. We just sort of play our own game. And Gideon and Chet out there fucking sledging, like going hard. Like these guys have a bit of edge to them. And SGA is just an out-and-out superstar. Um, maybe maybe even MVP. Like that's, they, they, you know, that he could have that kind of year. Well, and I, I just think Giddy's just – Absolutely dribbling at the mouth with the thought of a seven foot guy. He's having a stroke. The touch, <laughs> the, the, the touch that Chet has to be able to throw passes. Like I don't know if you saw you guys saw that preseason game the other day where the inbounds pass that he threw to the to, to the J Dub cutting. It's was that like, the one where, where Victor Ted butted him and dunked all over him, or was that yeah, a different game? Yeah. <laughs> but, but even even that, right? Like he did not take a Chet did not take a backward step. You know, well, he, he literally had to because he was like yeah, playing on the floor. Right. But I don't know I what just, you mean. I just, I love their, I love their, their ethic. And the thing, the 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 big um, plus for them as a regular season team is they're all twenty five and under. Like they can literally play all the games. Right? They're young. They're not. They're not LeBron James who you know has to sleep in a cryo chamber just to be able to get up and and do his stretches in the morning. Like. These guys will be able to go as hard as they want for as long as they want. And I don't think OKC have any reason front office-wise to rein them in. Like, they've got enough picks. And it, it, the, the other interesting thing was listening to a couple of pods this week talking about OKC rationalizing their picks, you know, making a big play for a, a, Car- a Carl Towns or, you know, a, a big name. And Presty sort of... Gave a little hint on maybe instead of doing that, we roll two or three of our picks into a number four pick or a number five pick that we've absolutely nailed the guy that we want. You know, a high draft pick that we're pretty sure is going to land for fuck all money for four years. And we keep replenishing our side that way. You know, rather than taking 50 swings, let's roll four picks into the one pick that we actually want, which they've, you know, they've done before and got the guys that they've. They wanted, and even the the guy that they drafted last year is this. He looks like he's this Alvarado style, you know, defensive pest that can come on and play ten minutes and just harass the fuck out of the the backup point guard. Um, I'm just, I'm very bullish on what they could do in the regular season. I reckon they could just go on some real big streaks. It feels like the Thunder are everybody's darlings. 
Uh, and the vibes certainly feel like they're good. So I'm going to go the other way. They're going to win 41 games. Nobody, <laughs> nobody, nobody can spell the coach's last name. Sam Presti yeah. is running a Ponzi scheme, not a basketball team. He's going to continue this going, this fucking rolling it over for picks and prospects uh, forever. And they're, they're never going to be more than uh, an eight seed. Okay. Um, I just wanted to piss on your chips because it's fun. Seriously, though, the only thing that makes me wonder about the Thunder is there's a lot of teams in the West. And specifically, there's a lot of teams in their part of the West that are um, they're going to have to win against. You know, that they are a better team than a lot of the teams in the East who are sort of priced at the same kind of wins total. But that doesn't matter because you have to play the teams around you. I, I just think they're going to have more legs than a lot of teams over over the 82 games. I yeah, but young, young, young players fuck up. You know, I mean, we, yeah. we, we think, and like you've said, the ceiling of these guys is is incredible. It's it's third seed. It's three seed. Uh, the floor is you know thirty five wins. Like Giddy's in his third, fourth year. Like, like <laughs> you know he's not a rookie anymore, and he's just turned twenty one. Just turned twenty one. Like man, the upside of this side is fucking nuts. Third year, yeah. Um, thirteenth. Look, somebody's got to win games in the East. I'll take the Miami Heat. Take the Miami Heat, the 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 emo um, Miami Heat, the frustrated, missing out on everybody. The front office has lost the plot. Miami Heat. Um, I can't get a beat on their regular season form because you know they were the, the number one seed in twenty one twenty two, and then a year yeah. later they skulked yeah, through and came through the play in, and they pretty much had the same playoff outcome. You know they were semi finalists or finalists or whatever. So fuck, I don't know. You wonder whether missing out on Dame might fire them up. Tyler Hero needs a big year. We need to see how he responds to this, whether he goes into his shell or whether he, whether he bounces back. Well, that's the sort of pick, isn't it? And the other thing is, like, they get more out of rookies and, and pickups and whatever, you know, guys they get off the scrap than any other team. Um, everyone seems really, really positive about the rookie that they got. Um, well, that um, – like- the, the 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 Serbian kid who was who was being shopped in all those trades, yeah. the guy, uh, Nikola Jovic, yeah, he looks good too. He, he played really well in the in um not Eurobasket in the World Cup. So uh, I think they it was like somebody said one of the Murray Bam or one of the guys said you know everyone was you know saying how bad it was that we uh, they they lost Struess and they lost lost Gabe Vincent. It's like we we made them. We can make more of them. You know yeah. <laughs> we've just got a production line. And, and you, you can't you can't doubt at this stage. And and yeah, it's. It's got to the point where no one wants to trade them because their picks are worthless. It's like, we don't want your picks because they're never yes. any good. That's like, as much why Portland decided not to go for their package. They're yeah. like, we would rather, you know, futures on the Bucks picks being horrible, Bucks, yeah. be very high value because the team is horrible. So, than, that, than that's the sort heat. of like market pricing regular season success, right? If no yeah. one's willing to take those picks, everybody in the league thinks that they're going to be there or thereabouts. So I think they're pretty good value at this at this point in the yep. in the pool. So, yep, uh, I've got the last pick in this, not quite half of the draw, and I'm going to pick a team that I wouldn't have picked at this this spot, except um, some important grown ups on an NBA podcast. Claimed they, they're going to be overs, and that's the Grizzlies. Yeah, they're going to be without Jar Morant for an extremely long time, but. Man, there's some upside on, on like, up, high picks on these guys. Like, I saw them as high as three. They survive Jar's absence really effectively on the reg. So, you know, if it wasn't for Pelton and Lowe being so enthusiastic about it, I, probably, I don't know whether I would have picked them up here, but again, there are, we're getting to the point where it's, it's just, I want to see this team play good basketball. I want to see how they go. These are obvious regression candidates from the 51 wins they had last year. But, you know, even if they get 
45 wins here. The 14th best team in the NBA very rarely wins 45 games. So, Well, ESPN has them the top of the West at 48 nah, that's, wins. That's and fucking that's, ridiculous. That's, I, I know, and that's what, I mean, that's what I looked at. I mean, and they have the yeah. Timber Puppies at, at Pelton second. Pelton has them 48.4 yeah, wins, I'm just like, which, is, which is actually top. It's the best team in the West. Yeah. D- Derek Rose might be the starting point guard first game for this team. <laughs> <laughs> no, yes. I'm, I'm not kidding. Mar- Marcus, Smart's, Marcus Smart's got the same injury that Dame had. He's got that abdominal, niggly abdominal strain. He he might play half the games this year. Like, that took Dame a long time to get over. That rib abdominal area is not something to be messed with. Uh, Clark's out. I know they're another heat factory where they just manufacture, you know, guys out of their picks just come through and, and play well. But I don't know, man. The jar being out for that long and then taking, you know, another 10 games to get him back into the system. Um, what I'm, system? Yeah, that's true. It's regular season basketball. Yeah. Okay. Jar yeah. doesn't play in a system. Oh, yeah. Oh, look, I had him next too. And I just, I, I couldn't believe how high they were, but I still think they'll be high ish, you know. Yeah. I mean, on, gonna, uh, they are. They are not the fourteenth highest ranked team by any in anyone's projections, and people who think about basketball more than me, I, I've got the same reservations. This is the first time I've picked where I'm not entirely sure I like the team, but you know, Stephen Adams exists, so yeah. yeah. And they got good coaches, like they got good coaches and good development coaches. Though they did lose one of their main development coaches to maybe the Timberwolves this year. One of their guys got poached. Yeah, and, you know, you and I, I've talked about this. Doc before is like when your backroom start. It's you know it's not just losing talent. It's also you know you this this assistant coach gets cherry picked and this strength and conditioning guy gets cherry picked. And as you come up and be successful, the, the somebody window leaves is not just the, and takes two of your assistant coaches with yeah. him, and all of a sudden you got Joe Mazzulla running your organization. Yeah, it's not it's not just the the players' window. It's also the the support staff's window. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, full disclosure: I had the Timberwolves and the Grizzlies. Tiered pretty much at the same level, but I figured mm. t- Timberwolves would be more more likely to go to somebody else, so I decided to, to uh, act now. Um, we'll take a short pause here while we uh, while we refresh our glasses. Refresh. Uh, just to run through the order so far, we've got uh, Bezo has the Nuggets at one, and I have the Bucks at two. Adam has the Celtics and the Sixers at three and four. I have the Suns at five. Bezo has the Knicks and the Lakers. <laughs> Lakers. I can't believe I've done that. Um, at seven, um, I have the dubs at eight. Adam has the Kangs and the Cavs at nine, ten. I have the T Wolves at eleven. Bezo took the Thunder and the Heat at twelve, thirteen, and I have the Grizzles at fourteen. We'll be back shortly. Goodbye. Obviously, really shortly because you won't actually hear this on the episode because we'll just edit it so that there's no time gap at all. There might just be a bit of interstitial. Rodney, Rodney, Rodney. The hell out of here. Like that. We're back. This is getting weird now. So I have this kind of theory, or not, not theory, but I have this image in my head as I look down towards what's remaining. And I'm not casting any sort of judgment on what I've done so far, but. I, I, all I can see in my head is the meme of the dog sitting at the computer with his paws up on the keyboard with the, the caption that says, I have no fucking idea what I'm doing here. There's still a lot of good teams left. The problem is there's a lot of good lot of teams that also do not know what they're fucking doing. And I think <laughs> and we're going to discover as we work our way through. Like there's a, there's a team that was in the Western Conference Finals not that long ago just sitting there. When there's there's yeah. also a team that was the champion not that long ago. That's, that's <laughs> hmm. 
Adam, you have the 15th pick in the NBA draft. Who are you taking? I have the 16th pick too, and there are two names sitting in front of me here, and I just keep looking at the names below them going, oh, is this based on any sort of logic or is it just on feels? And I think, can I, am I going to go feels? Can I go feels? There's, there's no logic here. Expert analysis and, and cutting inside has done so well for me in the past. So I may as well just go, what the hell? Now we're down to this end. He's back, baby. He's back. <laughs> go on, say it. I'm going to take the nets. Cause yes. Nice. I knew, as soon as you said that, I... Look, it might happen. It might happen. Look, I'm buying all the Ben Simmons comeback stock. Yeah. I want a Ben leave. Uh, I, wa- I would <laughs> like them very much to succeed. I'd love to love him to make the second round or something like that, yeah. If you win the wins pool on the back of the Nets having a much better year than expected because Ben Simmons played like an actual basketball player again, I will be so happy to, to give you my um, alcohol. Yeah. yeah. Um, Black Douglas. Like, he he was all NBA not that long ago. Yes, that's right. He's, he's a very good basketball player. And look, and to all intents and purposes, he looks like a very good basketball player again. You know, he's talking first couple of, you know, cobweb buyouts. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of games where he's going to drive past an awful lot of people uh, or block a whole lot of shots at the rim or steal a whole lot of balls. And if he's good, Ben Simmons... Um, like, I don't know, it's, it's hard. You've got it to, and the next pick I'm going to take is, is similar sort of areas too. So, well, well the, um, the, the only, the only problem with the Ben Simmons comeback is that it's a chronic back injury and they never going to ever, ever go away. So I think the, the rest of the Simmons story is going to be a little bit like the later years of, say, Bill Walton, where you have these occasional incandescent seasons or performances or half seasons, but I, I'm, I hope we get to see him play. It's going to be. It has to be now. If it's it's ever now, if it's ever going to be, it's got to be now. Because if he has another stinker, it's he'll be doing it for the Southeast Melbourne Magic next time. Yeah, yeah, Delhi will be on the phone straight away. Southeast Melbourne Phoenix, I think they call themselves. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so I don't know. Look, I just and look, the Nets just kind of always like the little engine that could down there. They're not. They're not going to be top two, top three, maybe. But um, if they can win forty five games. That'd be awesome. Right. That, that, they feel- It'll also be about eight games more than they're predicted to. Yes, that's right. They, people- they just feel like a side that's so much better suited to being the scrappy mm. team, yeah. a team of champions rather than a champion team. Sort of like they, yeah. I don't know. It's it, Kyrie and KD and the Nets just didn't really feel no. like no. the Nets. <laughs> this feels much more. Uh, much more their vibe. I know they're a New York side, but, but chip, no, chip they're, they're the, the New Jersey Swamp well, Dragons. Let's be honest; they're they're not yeah. they're not a New York side, well, especially because the Knicks are good again. Like they have been good. They you know there was a time there well, quite a while. Six, where, the, six in the entire league, as I understand it. Yeah. So you know the, 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 they can be the chip on the shoulder side again. You know, like yeah. they're not the the presumptive. They were the presumptive sort of. You know, when KD and there, they were the, the better, apparently the better New York side. That's and it, it didn't suit thing. them. It, it, being front runners and being trying to out nix the Knicks, trying to be kind of brash, it just didn't Rel- suit and them. And relevant, at all. yeah, and relevant. Yeah. That's right, and they should never be. So at their heart, they are the New Jersey Nets, and and they should never forget that. There, there is a, there are two sides staring me in the face here that I've got written down in the next two spots. They they aren't exactly next to each other, but due to other people's picks, they now are. Um, one of them is kind of like you probably should take them because everything says you should take them. The other one is just like there are so many downsides, but fuck, it's going to be fun if it goes off. So let's do it. I'm going to take the Pels. Yep. 
Yeah, there's some there's some teams in the West where there's a, such a high upside because if things go right, they could really, really go right. Um, I think I said this. I think well, I didn't say this last year, but I think I said it the year before that you know if Zion's going to do Zion things, he better fucking hurry up. Yeah, um, the entire thing, the entire the entire enterprise is totally dependent on one thing only: Zion, Zion. When will he start trying? And I think if it's not this year, <laughs> it's over. I mean, it was David Griffin was even subtweeting him in all caps by saying he, this is the first time he's taken his fitness seriously in the off season, which is like, Jesus, man. Are you sure you want to put that on wax? <laughs> oh, look, I mean, look, they, they could be, they could be a really good, fun side. Like they could be really. And I look down and at the names below, and I mean, there is a very obvious name still sitting out there, but I just don't enjoy it at all. I, I mean, I know I've got Boston, but that's kind of I've already, I've already, I've already cut the vein. I don't need to push it out any further. So what the hell? Go the Pels. Anything else to say about the Pelicans? I mean, it really is just it, – it's, um, it's, it, it's just Zion. It, uh, yeah. Like, the, the pieces around him, you know, are, are worth wins. Like, yeah. if all of those guys are healthy, are worth wins. But that – we sort of forget that they were, what, a quarter of the way into the season and were number one in the West because he was just fucking people up. <laughs> um, and that's what he can do. Like, yeah. if he's on the court and healthy – there's just not – and, like, we'll get to another person that's going to be like this later <laughs> yes. in the in the pod, but they're just very, very rare. Yeah, we'll talk more about the other guy, but the you know, the thing is, can he match any sort of professional work ethic to the talent? I don't know. Professional work ethic is a question in this particular part of the drawer. Yep. <laughs> um. This is another one where I'm kind of tossing up between the team I think are going to win more games and the team I, I would actually like to watch more. And mm-hmm. because I'd, I'd like to watch fat Slovenians bouncing around, I'm going to watch. Um, I'm going to watch the Mavericks. I know oh, they're wow. probably going to implode. I know Jay Kidd might be on a fucking NBA TV panel by mid-season. I know Kyrie <laughs> Irving can't be depended on to do anything. But when they played together, they were astonishingly good. So I want to see what that looks like. That that's your upside. That they suck in the first fifteen games, and kid gets fired, and they put an NBA coach in there. <laughs> there could be right. that. Yeah. Seriously, yeah. I kind of had this as a stay away, but fuck, I I just yeah. want Every, everything's a stay away at this. Well, stage. I just want to see. I just want to see Donkic fucking deliver on on what I know. I know they made a fucking Western Conference final, but they did not look like a team that should have been in a Western Conference final. I, I just I just want to see them fucking. Do something. Yeah, they're they're another they're another Zion team, right? If 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 Luca's Luca, it, it's a certain amount of wins, and and Kyrie is the probably the biggest wild card in the whole league. Mm. Uh, but he's running out of you know if, if he wants to if he wants to get paid, he's going to have to start playing basketball. Like like they have a lot of intriguing pieces, including a couple of Australian guys, where it's like if. If the fourth musketeer out at OKC was coaching this side, you know, Exum and Green and all those guys would be fascinating chess pieces to put around Luca and how would they but but kids like a he's like a wrecking ball and I just have no faith that A he can squeeze more out of the bottom half of the roster than than Luca. Um I don't know. Like it it feels very Bradley Bealish to me, right? He's just Trapped in purgatory. I don't, I don't think Jay. I don't don't think Jason Kidd is that 
bad a coach because I don't think anybody really makes that much of a difference to the pluses and minus. I think he's a, he's a bad human being, but I don't yeah. think he's that bad a coach. And I think he is in the regular season, it's probably not going to matter as much as long as he can get the trust. It's more important for him to get the trust of Donkic and Irving than to be imparting any great genius to them. Because in the regular season, you know, to get the number of wins that you'd want in this kind of this area of the of the, uh, of the ladder, you just have to go out and beat some bad teams with two guys playing ridiculous offense and maybe occasionally getting Josh Green to guard somebody. <laughs> all right. Um, all right, I got two picks, I guess. You do. You have the eighteen, and you have the number that comes after eighteen. See, the the, the problem with picking West teams in this in this part, right, is. So, so like someone has to win games in the East, someone has to lose games in the West. Um, yeah, well, you know we, who they are. They're, they're called the Blazers, and they're going to lose lots of games in the yeah, West. Don't yeah, worry that's about true. Um, also, uh, the Spurs exist, so don't worry too much. Yeah, okay. So, but, but this is my thing, right, is if you take well, – and we'll get to the both these teams and why I sort of think this when we pick them, but the, those other than Portland in the West, if you – rock up thinking you're just going to fucking roll through a city with some of those lower western sides, they're, they're going to touch you up, I reckon. I reckon there's going to be a lot of like, oh, well, let's talk this down as a win. Holy shit, we got our asses handed to us on a random Thursday night. Uh, so, I'm going, to stick to the, I'm going to stick to the east. I'm going to go uh, the team that I think might get the best young team bump this year simply because they are in that conference where you could win some more games. I'm going to take the paces. Now, the paces um, depend a lot about what kind of – they feel like a solid play-in prospect in the in the East. Yeah, six, but, six seven. But to, to, but to get to 500, would require them to get some sort of yield from Heald and some sort of bump out of Halliburton. At 18, you're kind of talking about a 500 team, aren't you? Maybe even less, yeah. Well, none of the projections have them – you know, they, they all seem to have them at 38 wins, which is – not forty-two wins. Yes. Yeah, I just, I just think those random Thursday night wins that are going to be hard to get in the West are going to be a lot easier to get in the East. I reckon. Um, I think there's a few teams in the East that could absolutely just blow the fucker. You know, get rid of everybody, do a complete fire sale, and 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 sink even further to the bottom than what they have. Um, there's a few tire fires waiting to happen, and there's teams that are one injury away from. You know, completely sucking. So I just think there's, and look, the Pacers might be one of those sides. So uh, who knows? But I just, I, I'm picking them to to make the jump a little bit this year. Yeah, like Cleveland did last Rick year. Rick Carlisle has to do something. Yeah, um, and you also have the 19th pick. And then look, I, I actually think at this stage of the game, this is not a pick that I would have enjoyed anywhere else. But I think at this stage of the game, it's probably a value pick. I'll take the Clippers. Because, you know, like we're talking about some what-ifs before, you know, what if Zion has this season? Well, what if those guys play 60 games each? If they play 60 games each, this will be a very good regular season side. Um, There is a a Vegas bookmaker who has them at 49 and a half wins. Yeah. That's a lot more than 42. I just, like, I do not have any faith. I actually feel a bit sorry for Ty Like, how hard it must be to... Essentially, try and coach a bottom half team half of the time, and then half of the time have this awesome team, and you just don't know which one you're going to rock up with at any given stage of any fucking night. 
Paul George has the type of injuries that just don't get better with age. You know, it's not like those sort of young body injuries that you grow out of. They're, they're you know, hamstring strains and stuff like that. You usually get get worse as you age, but- Good podcaster, though. They're, they're both really, really good players. And, yeah, if you get 50 or 60 games out of both of them, then they're going to they're, they're gonna be up there. And they haven't missed the finals or the play-in for quite a while. I think that's right. So they've still been a pretty decent regular season team, even when they've been seen as a failure in inverted commas because they've, you know, not made a finals or not made a Western Conference finals or blown a 3-1 lead. They've still been a good enough regular season team. I thought they missed the first year of Kawhi, but I might have that wrong. Yeah. I think we we just need to note that you have got the Lakers, the Clippers and the Knicks. You, I do not have Boston, though. I do not have Boston. You starfucker. You absolute fucking starfucker. <laughs> LA life, that's me, man. Yeah, that's you. California knows how to party. Yeah. Um, like the Lakers, it really depends how much they get out of their two regularly injured yeah. stars. But it's just as well now that we know that load management is based on fake science, um, that should be fine. They can play as many games as they like. So that's well, good. Well, yeah, who cares if Kawhi's croc for the finals <laughs> play as many regular season games as you can? I think that- I mean, no one's going to go watch anyway, yeah. That load management edict will have zero influence on him. He'll just say, I'm injured and, and yeah. pro- pro- probably has the MRIs to prove it too. And, and look, they'll have James Harden playing for them by uh, by November. So that's, you know, that's something else to look forward to. More, more guys you really want to cheer for. Um, when I picked the Mavs, I was th- I was looking at the Clippers thinking they're going to win more games, but I really – I just can't bring myself to fucking – they're just horrific. Yeah, well, um, the, the other the other team I, I sort of thought about picking in this spot is, is a very similar side where it's like, oh, I really don't want to have them on my, I'm on my roster. But- I'm going to take the Raptors at 20 because the Raptors are an incredibly reliable franchise, even, if, even when they're playing with, you know, new players and new, uh, new coaches and all kinds of stuff. Uh, Vegas fucking hates them, but that's because they're Canadian and, you know, they can't make as much money as they want. I can't see them being content. I mean, the, the thing is, Vegas has them about 36 wins and I can't see them being content with that. They'll either, Messiah will roll the dice on some big mid-season trade and bring in some pieces and they'll, they'll take off, or Messiah will blow the whole thing up and they'll, they'll win 28 games, but they're not going to, they're not going to be at the number that Vegas thinks they're at. So I just don't, don't know which direction. So I'm betting on the up. That they have to do something right because those two guys, this is their last year. If they can't just roll into the end of the year and and let them walk for nothing, right? Yeah, they got to do. They got to do something. Feels like Masai's lost his fastball a bit. Yeah, it does a bit, doesn't it? But then again, he his fastball got him Kawhi and a, and a trophy. And yeah, so yeah, you can't really argue with that. Yeah, flags fly forever, as they say. Adam, you have twenty one and twenty two. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm so enthusiastic. Well, you know, we're getting we're, we're into the lack of enthusiasm part of the draw. I, I realise that by doing this, I have you know, where I pick, I have 21 and 22, and the next time I get to talk, we're really getting desperate. But um, whose decision was it to pick? <laughs> yeah, I, no, I fully fully do that. And I, look, I will say that on my list, At least you don't, you don't have a, to pick the absolute worst team in the. No, that, <laughs> that was what I was kind of going for. But um, yes. what I, what I um, look, I'm down to the, like the next two scratches on my list. Uh, the next one's in line, so I'm sort of happy at least that they survived. There's only actually there's only two teams below where we are on my list that have been taken. So I don't know. I'm going to take the Hawks. The Atlanta Hawks. Yeah, this is a Quinn sided bet, isn't it? That it he is. can sort of. 
give them yeah. some structure and purpose. And, and just Dejounte Murray, hopefully, can you know. It, it's really Quinn Snyder versus the Hawks' ability to eat any coach they get hold of for longer than two months. <laughs> But, I mean, they're always there or thereabouts. Where we were talking is we are talking there or thereabouts. And if they have a good year, because I don't We're really talking well below anywhere there yeah. or thereabouts. Like, this is the bottom of the playoff, playing, basically. Like, yes. at, what, what are we at, 21? So, yeah. Oh, Vegas has them at 500 team, which is more than either of the two teams that yeah. Bezo and I just discussed. Trey Young could be on the Clippers by Christmas. Yeah, I'll Trey Young should be in an advanced hair ad by Christmas. <laughs> But maybe that might be the best thing that ever happens to the, the Hawks for what they get back for him too. Who knows? I mean, oh yeah. God. Well, I mean, Zach Lowe is is kind of keen on them for overs because he it kind of feels that there'll be addition through subtraction. But getting John Collins out of the way and, and decluttering their space, I don't know about that. The squad doesn't feel better than last year because it isn't, and it's just all about whether you think Queen can get through to these guys Who knows? because it's an enterprise that seems to burn coaches for entertainment. So. But, you know, they're only playing in the Southeast division of the, of the Eastern Conference, which is where some of the worst basketball in the world goes to die. So, yeah. um, there's that. I, I think by this stage, I'm just a bit, as I said, I'm just like going well. Well, you're right. You're picking teams based on their one thing that might be worth watching. It, you know, the, the, every team is going to have enough flaws to make them pretty terrible. And, um, and we really don't need to spend a lot of time on them, to be frank. No, no, that's right. At twenty-two, I just, I'm just. A few minutes later, I'm, I'm, I'm just, yeah, I don't know. I'm just still looking at this one, going. I, I'm just not sure which way it's going to go. But you know, who, pe- who spends more time on the twenty-second pick than on the third? <laughs> well, true. Well, because it's, it's, it, this is probably where you sort of. Much, much, much later. I have, I have them written here. I'm not sure why I have them written here. I just maybe it was a, a thing I thought maybe they might just pump their head up a little bit. Um, but whether they do it above the other side, I don't know. I'm going to take the magic. The, oh, or, yeah. So the Orlando Magic, I actually had to- go- That's a talent pick. I had to Google their roster to remind myself who was on that team. Oh no! I know who's on that team. That's a that's a that's a talented like team. I, like I said, I had to Google the roster to have remind myself who was on that team, and I discovered they were a basketball team, and they have <sighs> Joe Ingles, and they have Mac McClunge, the the bloody the white guy who can dunk, and they have that fucking turncoat Paolo fucking Banchero. Vaffanculo Banchero, Vaffanculo, <laughs> and they have some Wagners. They don't have a full. RMC of Wagner's, but that's probably just as well because they're planning to get blown up and they have a Suggs and they'll probably be all right. And that's all the thing. They've got um, the the kid that got drafted by Philly that, that completely lost his completely oh, lost his shot. Markel Fultz. Markel Fultz. Yeah, Markel Fultz. Oh, that's encouraging. I'm not relying on Markel Fultz to do any work for me. Yeah. <laughs> no, look, Ben Carroll, yeah. I think is is you know, yes, he's a turncoat asshole, but he's also very good. He could. So, could so is Franz Wagner. Franz Wagner's yes, awesome. Right. Yeah. And and jump and who knows maybe Jolton Joe might be just what that place needs to kind of go you know actually let's go out and win some basketball games for a chance then again they might just think well maybe we need another draft pick he's only moved there for the fucking the Disney passes let's be honest yes that's right kids get in for free but look we're we're down at that end and there's a couple of sides left that I kind of I'm not going to see I'm not going to see a pick for a while so all the sides that I kind of think well maybe they might be okay too they're going to disappear so I'll take the magic what the hell. 
uh, the Metallica I Disappear Award for, uh, yes. for for your next pick. I, I also think they're a side that could probably, if they wanted to push a little bit higher, could make a draft pick with one of the sides left that might blow it up and still have some good players. Hmm. Uh, there'll um, be a lot of blower, blowering it up, I think. Quite a lot yeah, of that. From here on, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially with the side I've got written next. I'll let you pick them. Um... This is such a fucking. This is such a fucking sad team, and I I really don't know why I would pick them, but I'm gonna take the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, that's who. I, that's who I have next. Yeah, I, the Bulls. The Bulls just seem such. It's like losing Lonzo for forever and ever. Just just cast such a pall of grimness and pointless. You just kind of think, well, who are they? What are they? Why are they here? And why do they fucking bother? And then you think they'll probably still finish tenth and lose in the play in, yeah. uh, and that means they would have won forty games, which down this end of the thing is, is heaps. So, yeah, I'll take the Bulls. Uh, it's just for kids who grew up in the 90s, having you know, the Bulls have sucked for an incredibly long time, it feels now. And uh, it, it does feel like the league would be better if the Bulls were better. They're the side that I think uh, break it down for parts. Yeah. Like, they know, should. Le- Levine, DeRozan, you know, just, 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 just yeah, like. They're all good players. They were surprisingly could- good at the start of last year, though. Remember that? Because everyone was sort of saying, you know, apologise to the Bulls because the DeRozan, everyone was, was clowning them for making that big DeRozan deal. And it, it felt like it could have been something. But, you know, it's just that the, the way that the, the Lonzo thing has dragged on, it just, it just, it just yeah, makes sense. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's sad, too, because, like, he had really reinvented himself post Lakers, right? Mm. And, and they had that, that really good run when he was healthy. So. And and he's gone what another year, another whole year. They've they've said he's not, yeah. not going to be here for. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so I've got the Raptors and the Bulls. So I've got both sides of the uh, the no dunks derby. So uh, <laughs> can't lose. Who are you taking at twenty four and twenty five? <laughs> um, uh. <laughs> Who is the sixth worst team in the NBA? We really need to spend less time on these these fucking ass, ass end of the fucking league picks. But although well, often the, look- the most interesting stories are at the ass end of the league, because these are the teams that are either trying to reinvent themselves or think they're going well and it's re- actually going incredibly poorly. But these are also okay, the well, sides that if you think that they're going to win twenty five games and they win thirty eight games, then yes. you probably just won the wins pool. Well, yeah, this is where you can actually make a lot of money as go so, by rescue. So th- these are the two teams that I believe will. Just win games that you're not expecting them to win. Um, yep. I sort of have three teams in this in this tier of, you know, if if you rock up, have a big night. Not that you can have a big night in any of these cities, but like if you just take these guys lightly, Utah? they've got <laughs> yeah. They, I, it's Utah and the Utah and the Spurs. Just like Utah were a really solid side last year. They went into the tank because their front Danny office Ainge. sat. Sat there, fucking sat their guys down. Um, they've got a really good coach. They do. They're they're well drilled. I just think that they'll be a solid team, and they don't have like. Hey, it'd be great if they got another high draft pick, but they don't need to use their own high draft pick. They've got they're they're another OKC. They've got a million fucking draft picks from other people that they could, you know, wrap up and and trade into a better pick. Yeah, I, th- I think they'll be a reasonably solid. The only reason I've got them this low is because there's a lot of Danny Ainge is doing Danny Ainge things. Yeah, yeah, and there's and there's a lot of really good sides in the West, right? So, well, the other thing is that somebody pointed out on a podcast that they have a one of their picks is protected in a way that they have an incentive if if they're kind of mid midfield. 
their incentive is to dump, drop out of there and totally tank. You know, yeah. they, it's either to be really good or to be terrible. So yeah. um, I think that might be a challenge. They're probably – this is one of those teams where they're probably a better basketball team than, say, the Magic or the Bulls. But because they have to play in the West, they have to play a, re- a lot of really good teams, um, that's going to be a challenge for them. Having said that, they're in the Northwest, which has got the Thunder, who are good but not terrifying. The Blazers aren't any good anymore. The Grizzlies are going to be without Jar for a while, so they're, they're, and the, the T-Wolves. So yeah, that- it's, not, it's not exactly a murderer's row in the way that it once was. Yeah, there's there's two or three teams with high variability in that draw, so being solid might do them really good. And and the Spurs is simply because I want Wemby. <laughs> Just, yeah. like, you want to watch Wemby, the, yeah? Well, oh, the the, the, mo- the preseason stuff. Yeah. I, I know it's preseason, but a dude that can reach from the three point line into the key and make a steal with a step that is going to translate to to the top players as well as shit players because. He warps the rules of the game, right? It's physically impossible. Like, a defender can't do that to you, so you are so drilled into going, I'm this far away from this defender, um, you know, I'm safe. The, the, the sequence of people driving into the lane and then flipping the ball out and driving into the lane and flipping the ball out <laughs> is just comical, right? The, the dude is going to break that stat of, you know, like if he's within X amount of feet of the basket, how many people take shots, stat, whatever that is, you know, like the the deterrent at the rim. Like he's just going to affect the game in a whole heap of little ways. And I think the organisation of the Spurs is not going to Danny Ainge it. They'll let Pop coach. They'll let him – like the team won't win many games because they just, they're not talented enough. But they're not going to – I just don't think they're going to – you know, absolutely sabotage, building, winning. Look, look, they have their guy, right? They don't need to tank for their guy. They have the guy. You know, everything else now is building around the guy. So, you want to get good habits into him. They will try to win games where they can. They also might sit him for 20 games in the season to make sure (laughs) that he's not broken. But, like, there's going to be some big fucking upsets against the Spurs, you know, like the Suns will go in there and, He'll fucking block Durant's three pointer six times in a game or something. Like, there's just going to be some weird fucking shit with that team. Um, and, and I, I they'll think play they Zion, might- and Zion will put his big fat shoulder right in the middle of his solar yeah, plexus, and he'll be right. out for three weeks. Zion will just pick him up and eat him like a drumstick. I, I just, and like and I know they're, they're sort of projected. I just I can't see how they're worse than. Yeah, the, the, there's one so side there, I reckon. There's some teams. There's some teams down there that you know. It's just. We never thought the Spurs would be as bad as they were the last couple of years, and they've been bad every yeah. year. So the Spurs have been relentlessly bad year on year for quite a while now. So until they show signs of being better, I think it's fair to underestimate, even though we know they're doing it for a purpose. Uh, yeah. It's fair to underestimate. And, and we know how this movie turns out. We, we, we know that- yeah, The purpose has been filled, I guess, is what is my point for yeah, the, the upside. Yeah, but the, the roster hasn't been filled. It's still full of- I mean, they just gave a whole lot of money. Was fucking Keldon Johnson or somebody? I mean, they've got nobody on that fucking squad. Yeah, I think the problem, I, I, I think what we're looking at is, though, that we've had a few of these kind of, you know, the Zion experience and even the Ben Simmons thing. And we've had a whole co- lot of high expectation, high draft picks just blow up. You know, we, we want one to go thermonuclear. We, we want one to go LeBron again, basically. And this might be. 
But that Cavs, that 2009 Cavs team fucking sucked too. I mean, just, just having yeah. one really great oh, look, transcendent I'm, I'm not, draft pick doesn't make your team any better than no, shit. I'm, no, 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 I'm not saying the, that they'll do anything, but I think they'll be great to watch. I mean, look, and we know we- They're still the guts of a 22-win basketball oh, yeah. team. And I think maybe they're a 30-win basketball team now. Well, again, yes, what if they're a 30-win basketball team? And look, you know, I know we're only talking practice, so I just clicked the, the link at the top and there's- Wemby with 22 minutes, 23 points, four blocks on 10 or 15 shooting. You think, you know, who's going to want to drive into that lane or who's going to want to? It, it, There'll be 29 coaching that. staffs coming up trying to figure out a way to fix <laughs> yeah, it. So this will right. be this will be as bench tested as, as anybody will ever be. Uh, and he'll, said, he'll have to. There are also there are also 29 coaching staffs trying to figure out what the hell to do with Nikola Jokic as well, and it hasn't seemed to come up with anything that's worked so far. Distract him um, with pictures of horses. He, he looks so yes. depressed. I, I, I don't know why you'd pick him. He just seems so miserable about coming back to work. Well, the, the, there was a very interesting article where he pushed back on this I don't like basketball narrative. He's like, man, I fucking love basketball. <laughs> I watch heaps of fucking basketball. What are you guys talking Do you think I would get this good not enjoying the game? Yeah. Of course I enjoy the game. It's like I think he's a little bit over that narrative. Um, yeah. Well, maybe he could fucking a, smile when he turns a, up to work. Then oh, that's okay. been a thing for a while, though. Like Pete, Pete Sampras used to get a you know, it was a, you know, the best tennis player by a fucking mile. But in the pre Federer era, they used to say that about him. He just used to turn up, win tennis matches, and walk off. And it wasn't like he was. It was just what he did. You know, he was good. He knew it, and he just. Yeah, it was work. And I think that's exactly what it is. It doesn't mean he didn't enjoy it any less. But, but we all enjoyed it less having to watch him. The, the, the difference between Wemby and Zion and Ben Simmons and even Embiid is Wemby is going to do everything he fucking can to be good. Like stretching, strength, sprints, you name it. If there's something that they think that will make him a better player, he is going to do it. That dude is fucking focused. I, I think he's going to have a much better season than than, than the doubters think yeah. at at this stage of the draw. <laughs> like, I, what what do you want me to pick the fucking Detroit Pistons? Like, okay. Well, I wish you did. <laughs> Who's next? So that's my two. Who's up? Me. Um, this is a hometown pick. I'll just take the Blazers here. Uh, they're going to be awful. It's all changed since last year. Dame's gone, Nurk's gone, half the roster's gone. The ownership's likely changing. Joe Cronin is basically trying to get himself his next job on LinkedIn. And good Lord, I hope this this roster gets Chauncey Billups fired. The only thing that seems to stay the same year on year is that the projections have them winning exactly <laughs> the same number of games as last year, which is 33. Um, yeah. Simons look good today. Simons can shoot, is good. Can shoot the ball. Yeah, Scoot is good. DeAndre Ayton might be useful. This is just uh, I'm going to enjoy watching these guys, so I'll I'll take them. Also, just to say, at least the broadcast team will be t- will be cool because Tom Abistro yeah, is on, on it, and I think Neil Everett, the former um, Sports Center anchor, is is doing it as well. Adam, well, there's one side here who I'm not taking just on fucking feel. I'm not taking them on feels. I probably should take them because I think they actually be a better side than either of these two I'm about to pick. But who are you feeling? Fuck, fuck them with a stick. So I'm going to take the on based on their preseason form and their record-breaking win. Uh, I'm going to take the Wiz. Oh, okay. Vegas yep. fucking um, hates the Wizards, eh? Have you seen those projections for for the oh, Wizards? Yes. Terrible. They, they think they're going to be appalling. I'm pretty sure they're going to they they are going to be the worst side in basketball this year. I don't know, man. Uh, I don't no, know. I, don't I, so. I I I think it'll be another team, but um, yeah, I don't I know why. Not. I mean, I think I think the Wizards have enough. Basketball players to to be competent to be at least a thirty win well, team. Well, here's the thing, and here's the thing. I know everybody's down on it, but 
Yeah, and may Jordan Pearl still wins basketball games occasionally. Like yes, occasionally. Jordan Pearl does stupid. Well, he does stupid shit too. But I, I just think you know, Jordan Pearl won the won the Warriors quite a few games. And we're um, not talking and- about winning the finals. What we're talking yeah. about is winning a random Thursday night game in the Southeast Division of the NBA. A random game against the fucking Magic. You know, we're not talking about trying to win the finals. I think Jordan Pearl can be trusted with that. I think they're going to be the tankiest of tank teams and they will not win anything. This this feels like a side built to tank. Yeah, they they do have – tanking does feel like most likely. Pelton has them as a 33-win team. But no. having said that, they are a very strong stay away for me. I'm, I'm glad not to see them. I would I – would- Firmly put them as my favourite to be the worst team in the league this year. I hope they keep playing in their cherry blossom jerseys because they were nice. Yeah, looked nice. Uh, you're up again, Adam. The next one I'm going to take because, well, if, I guess if any of the shit teams thought look like they're going to have a little bit of a dig and not much of a dig, but at least some of a dig, I'm going to take the rocks. Yeah, see, this is this is another. This is my third. D- don't fuck around with these guys because they might surprise you. Like they've. Uh, change their coach to a guy that, for all his uh, problems, like it w- will straighten this team out. They've gotten rid of the bad influences and some of the bad players out of the side. They've brought in professionals. They've done that sort of anti-hinky thing of let's actually bring some guys in that can, you know, I don't, I don't know if you saw there was like, a, you know, Fred Van Vliet had Jalen Green out doing hill sprints and, you know, just, just stuff. It's like, hey, if you want to be a long-term NBA player, this is the sort of things that you need to do. Adult in the room stuff that they're going to be better. There's no doubt about it that they're not going to be as bad as they were last year. And and that and I just didn't want to pick the other side. There's two other sides. Well, yeah. Well, well, I, I'm just assuming that the Pistons are piss awful, but well, the, the Pistons are going to be fucking terrible. Like, really bad. They're, they're a weird side. They're a young team trying to figure it out. I mean, uh, we can probably talk about the Pistons here as well. Um, I mean, you think surely they're going to have to get the fuck on with it now rather than pivot to another 20-win season. They've got enough. They've got a whole bunch of recent lottery picks with Cade and fucking Wiseman. And they've got a couple of veteran outside shooters. I think Joe Harris has ended up there, hasn't he? One of the yep. Bogdan- Bogdanoviches. you got million-dollar Monty Williams. Hundred million dollar Monty Williams, but yeah, I, I, they just seem like a fucking suck hole of desperate sadness. So um, I'm not even picking them in the twenty nine. I'm going to take the other team, which we don't have to talk about. You don't want to, do you? Yeah, I, I, people aren't deep enough in the NBA weeds to understand what the problem is with the Charlotte Hornets. But um, uh, they refuse to um, get rid of their one of their players who has a a long and continuing history of domestic violence. And it does not seem to be a fucking reason why they would, wouldn't get rid of him, but I suppose this stuff is all collectively bargained. Uh, so Bezo ends up with the Pistons. Yep, I'm, I'm happy happy with that outcome, to be honest. I don't I, expect I don't expect Kilometers Viaducts to be on that team for more than a couple more weeks. So, uh, um, <laughs> um, like The only thing I'll say about the Pistons is they do have a lot of high draft pick talent and Monty Williams is a pretty good NBA coach. I don't think he's- Yeah, he's- it's a bit dependent on the Jesus stuff. Like, he really leans into that. And I think that's yeah. not, that's going to work with a certain type of player. It's not going to work with all of them. Like, what what are they trying to achieve this year? That's the, the other point, right? 
are they are they gunning for it? Do they think that they've got their guy? Like, if Cade's the guy, then maybe they'll go for the plane, right? Maybe they'll make a real big push for the plane and they'll overachieve. But if they don't think Cade's the guy, then they've got to suck again. Or one of the twins, that the other one of the twins that they, they got. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The thing is, I don't, I don't think they're any more – I don't think they're more talented than the Spurs. I mean, obviously, Wemby's uniquely talented. I think they're more talented than the Wizards. Yeah, but the Wizards are full of basketball players who've played basketball for more than 15 minutes. Veterans, and you can yeah, the, the, They know how to play basketball yeah. in the NBA. They know how to how to do all that sort of stuff. And all of them are trying to get their next contract. Well, that, that, but that's the other thing. Like, could, the Wizards could also, you know, Kuzma could be gone pretty quickly. You know, that they, yeah. could, they could import some suckiness. Yeah. Or <laughs> they could be an outside shot of a play-in. You know, there's a ceiling. It really depends how bad that yeah. Well, that's that. That's yeah. the beauty of the East, right? Is it? It might not be that hard to jag a tenth, tenth seed and have a have a crack at a. And Ted Leonsis is fucking spot. over losing. I think. I mean, he's finally he's finally made some changes in his front office, so we'll have to see. Anyway, so that that puts us at thirty teams. We successfully managed to count to thirty, and that gave us in order: the Nuggets, Bucks, Celtics, Cavs. Sorry, they were fucked it up already. How about I just make the. Um, I make the computer do it for me because I'm too stupid. Sort range, advanced range sorting options. The data has header row. Sort by pick number. Sort. Right. Oh, and someone has. <laughs> Just when I think I'm the dumbest internet person, there's somebody who can't silence their fucking email notifications. Um, Bezo has the Nuggets at one. I have the Bucks at two. Adam has the Celtics and Sixers. I have the Suns. Bezo has, has the Knicks and Lakers. <laughs> That's never not going to be funny. It's only not going to be funny when the Lakers win the West. That's probably the only. That's when it's going to be bad. I have the Warriors. Adam has the Kings and Cavs. I have the T Wolves. Bezo has the Thunder and Heat. I have the Grizzlies. Adam has the Nets and Pelicans. I have the Mavs. Bezo has the Pacers and Clippers. I have the Raptors. Adam has Hawks Magic. I have the Bulls. Bezo has Jazz Spurs because of his Western Conference bias. Uh, I have the Blazers. Uh, Rip City represent. Uh, Adam has the Wizards and the Rockets. Well, basically the same team. Um, I have the Hornets uh, and uh, Bezos has the Pistons. Well, the worst part's going to be if the, if the Hornets win 38 games as they're projected by Kevin Pelton and I win, I win on the basis of that. I'm going to feel really Miles great Bridges about that. Wins, and he, wins most improved or something like that. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. Out of the three rosters, Doc, I think you've actually got the best. Simply because Simply the best. I think Milwaukee and the Suns could Milwaukee and the Suns could win a lot of games between them. And all the other stuff mm. just might not matter. That they just could go through both conferences like a knife through hot butter. Well, based on the number of wins last year, uh Adam would have won. Ouch. Sounds good. Let's let's call it. Interesting. Let's- so based on last year's cause he's got the um he would have had four hundred and twenty nine wins with the teams he's got. Uh, you would have had three eighty two, and I would have had four hundred and nineteen. Jeez, who who have I picked that I've got? I've gone for upside then. That was that sucked last year. I guess the Spurs and and the Jazz. Well, the only fifty win team you have from last year is the Nuggets. Adam has Celtics and Sixers, and I have the Bucks uh, and Grizzlies. Yeah, yeah. See, that's that's the problem with. Um, and also has the Cavs, which are a fifty win team. So. That's the problem with the West is that you go, it's going to be hard for someone to be a 60-win team or 50-win team when they're going to beat the shit out of each other. The thing, whereas the East, they'll definitely be a lot of beating the shit out of. Well, the, the Spurs and the Bucks uh, – sorry, the Suns and the Bucks have the, the same problem in, in that 
while they're very high octane, if one of those pieces misses 15 games, you might go 10 and 5. Oh, sorry, 5 and 10 in those 15 games because of the, the, the overall quality of the league. Um, that's the other thing, right, is I just don't think, like I was talking about the Spurs just beating those shit teams. The shit teams aren't a shit anymore, right? The, the Rocks have some talented players and they're going to be one of the worst teams in the league. You know, the Jazz have talented players and they're not going to be one of the best teams in the league. Like, it's just not not as easy to, to put, you know, to, to rock up and beat a crap team by 20 anymore. Anyway, that's how I see it. And we shall, we shall see. We shall see. Exciting! How wonderful! That was lovely. <laughs> We're really selling this, guys. <laughs> really, really selling this. I'm doing live fucking Excel spreadsheets. Google sheeting. Google. I can't, I'm not doing Excel. <laughs> and I, I mean, I have such, I have such, you know, um, high hopes for my my efforts in this. Because I led, I think, for the first what fifteen games, like fifteen oh, games. You were last you year. were streaking it at yeah. the start, yeah. Yeah, and then everything went to shit. And I blame Russell Westbrook. I'm that not sure why. Seems but like a re- reasonable well, response. I've got Westbrook, the joy yeah. of him. Not not only have I got the Lakers and the Knicks, but I also have Russ. So you, you have you have uh, given. Yeah, I just love me. the fact that you gave yourself all the shit teams that we would have tried to make you have back in the day. But anyway, uh, this podcast <laughs> has gone on for long enough, and we should probably draw it to a close. Um, the basketball starts in about ten days, so uh, we've got that to look forward to. I've somehow managed to scam my um, half price league pass again for another year, which I don't understand why, but I'm certainly going to run with it. So uh, Adam will be around next week and to do our final final uh, few days before preview of the uh, of the season but uh, until then gentlemen it's been a pleasure it's been swell but the swelling's gone down uh, we'll talk to you all next week gotcha see you guys and now is this the point where we talk some shit about the Australian cricket oh, team oh no I'm going no, I'm afraid what, we d- what Australian I'm cricket team I'm afraid we have no time good night to you <laughs>